What's up, what's up, y'all? It's your girl, Latifa, and you are now tuned in to Heavyweight The Way In. Thanks so much for rocking with me. Let's get into it. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to Heavyweight The Way In podcast. I hope that all is well with you all. I am super excited about this episode today, and the reason why I'm excited is because we are discussing a topic that lets me know I have come a mighty long way in my journey, all right? Being vulnerable and open about my insecurities has never been an easy thing for me to do. But once I figured out the remedy to my problems, I started to acknowledge and deal with the things that don't make me feel so great inside. And I had open dialogue and conversation with people that I felt comfortable around and felt comfortable with discussing my insecurities with. And the reason why I wanted to discuss them is because often, you know, people view me as having like a hard exterior up or, you know, just being like super confident or what have you. And they just assume that I've never been through anything, but they just are not aware of God's grace and mercy. Either way, (laughs) I have to let people know, like, I bleed red too, all right? I am human. Anyway, um, I noticed with keeping insecurities and things that bother you bottled up inside, it starts to spill out on the outside, rather it be you looking like you're uncomfortable in your skin or you being unhappy, whatever it is. So when I found out my solution, I no longer tried to hide my insecurities. Rather, Jesus lowered his cup and he said, insecure me, please. So Jesus wanted my insecurities and I was happy to give them over to him. And so that's how my insecurities blossomed my confidence. So I hope that you guys are ready to weigh in on this topic because I know I am. Let's weigh in. When we are babies, we have no clue or sense of what being insecure is. It is not until we are exposed to an environment where others are practicing how to make someone else insecure by projecting their own insecurities onto you or others. Or until we see someone else that may look a little different from us and we start to question our own uniqueness. I started to develop insecurities at a young age. And an insecurity that I can highlight for you is one that I've somewhat overcome. Or, you know, some may call it an insecurity or some may label, label it as a fear. And that is speaking and performing in front of people. Heck, believe it or not, being on camera right now and speaking is something that I had to get comfortable with being uncomfortable with. And I know that to some people, I may come off as, you know, confident um, at times, or so at least I've been told. And... When I tell people that I have this insecurity or this fear, they always give me, you know, the eye rolling or the side eye 
Or some may even say, well, I can't tell. It looks like you love doing this type of stuff. So, you know, keep doing you, girl. But <laughs> whatever. And although I have grown to embrace this confident side of me that has so much faith and, and courage, I must admit I have not always been this way. When I was younger and I would be around family, I would let my guard down a little bit and show my true self. But in school, I was a little quiet. This was in grade school, of course, because when I got in junior high, I was good, okay? I was talking, I was doing all of that, but whatever. <laughs> I didn't have many friends, you know, in grade school. I didn't really talk much, but um, I just kept to myself, and I remained in my own little world. I, I did have best friends, just like a, a best friend, but I didn't have a lot of friends, but I kept to myself. So... By nature, I'm a dreamer. And when I was a child, I used to daydream all day. And one day, I built up enough confidence and courage to try and make one of my dreams a reality. <laughs> I signed up for the school's talent show, okay? I had been daydreaming about performing on a stage for the longest, so I was like, this is my chance. I'm about to make this happen. And um, I also love to sing in secret as a child. <laughs> I can't really sing. I can I can't I can hold a tune, but I can't really I can't really sing, okay? I love music, but whatever. I singing is not my forte, all right? And you will come to find why in a minute. All right. So anyway, for Christmas, I always ask for karaoke machines, stereos, and CDs. So when Destiny's Child first hit the scene, y'all had to know I was too pumped. Okay, I, I was excited. I was like, okay, it's a girl group. Oh, look at them. They are super fly and they can sing. It, they're relatable. Yes, I'm excited. So it just so happened that the female R&B group made their, you know, hit single, No, 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 when I signed up for this talent show. And so I have been daydreaming about performing this. Every time I looked at the video, I envisioned, you know, myself in the video on a swing and everything like that, right? So anyway, I remember this like it was yesterday. I was in the third grade, all right? I was wearing this lavender outfit, all right? And it was this long skirt that came all the way down to my ankles. And then I had this tank top on and, and this shawl, all right? And it was, it was loose fitting. Another insecurity of mine that I have overcome is um, I did not like wearing any clothes that hugged my body okay I, I didn't like fitted fitted clothes and I didn't like my lips I didn't you know like my curves I didn't like any of that and it, it had a lot to do with with the school that I went to when I was in third grade so 
that that played a, a huge part on why I didn't like those things. But I love those things about myself now. Like, yes, girl, you got it going on. Anyway, <laughs> back to the story. So when I hit the stage, be, well, before I hit the stage, I clapped my little hands together and I said a little prayer. But evidently, I didn't say the right prayer. I don't think I included in there, like, Jesus, please let me be confident. Let me go up here and be bold and, and, and sing my little heart out and just take away all nervousness and just, you know, let there be no mishaps, no booing or anything like that. <laughs> I don't know what my prayer consisted of, but when I hit the stage, I had already knew I made a mistake. <laughs> I was like, uh-oh. So y'all know when that beat come on to no, 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 everybody get hyped because we know what it is. So we knew what the song was. And so I'm looking at my teachers, my peers, and as soon as the beat dropped, dun, dun, I was like, okay, girl, I was giving myself a pep talk, like, you need to get it together. We are going to sing this song. So when the words came on and it came time for me to sing, for some reason, nothing came out. I was mute and my lips were moving, but nothing was coming out. So everybody just staring at me. They gave me a second, like, you know, to recoup if I was going to, and I didn't. And then I hear my cousin in the audience like, come on, TT, like, what, what you doing? What you doing? So everybody started booing. And at first, my cousin was trying to, like, you know, help me and say, come on, you need to sing. But then she joined in with the booing, too. And uh, I was mute the entire performance. That is until my brother came out and did Wyclef's part. And, you know, my brother was very popular. He was in the talent show, too, several times, juggling, just doing random stuff, okay? Everybody loved him. <laughs> so when he came out, crip walking, like, close your eyes, shawty, you're guaranteed to be hypnotized. I was so, I was so thankful he, that he was my savior for, the, for that performance all right even though I sucked I was so excited to see him on stage all right but then when he crip walked back off I became mute I was I was mute again all right I I don't know what occurred but whatever it is I am not holding on to it that was third grade whatever I am letting it go and I am not tripping <laughs> anyway um it took some time. It, it, it took some time, but I decided in junior high that I would start back taking the stage again and courageously standing out in my insecurity, insecurities and allow me to clarify though. I was not singing when I went back on stage. I only sing for fun now when doing karaoke or something like that. But I realized, you know, early on that that wasn't my forte. That's not what I do. Anywho, <laughs> but surprisingly, I developed a love for performing, you know, directing and writing scripts for short 
films and plays, praise, dancing, stepping, and the list goes on. So God redeemed me. I developed a love for something that I was once fearful of. And uh, it's okay, you know. <laughs> it's okay. With God's help, you can do anything. So I handed over my insecurity and my fear to God. And before I step foot on any stage or do anything for that matter, I say a prayer and I peel back those layers and let God show out. Okay, because when you give God control, he will show out for you. Okay, he will show out on your behalf. So I want to get into the illustration. But first, have you ever been running late, you know, to a practice, a performance, a football game, a basketball game or what have you? And you know, you know that while you're in the car, and this is while you're younger, but while you're in the car, you have to start taking everything off, like your book bag, your coat, or whatever, because you know as soon as that car stops, you got to sprint out because you don't want to be late. You don't want to miss the performance. So you have to, you know, get yourself ready and peel off those layers ahead of time. So you do the last minute fixes, like, you know, tying your shoes, fixing your hair, and then your mom or dad drops you off in the front. And before you roll out of the vehicle, your parents say something along the lines of, good luck, you're going to do great today or have a great game. And then you sprint to the door, ready to take on whatever it is that you're heading into. Well, what I just described is what my preparation sounds and looks like with God. In order for me to overcome my insecurities before performing, before recording this podcast, um, facilitating a meeting, you name it. I'm praying and I'm handing those insecurities off to God. And in return, God hands me back confidence, courage, wisdom, anointing, and whatever else it is that I need in order to do great in that performance. And God is the parent in this situation. He is telling me, here you go, daughter. Do great. You got this. Show out. <laughs> But I will get into the illustration now that I have here. And for those of you who are listening, I have four cups in front of me, okay? One of them being a pitcher. And the pitcher is a representation of God, and it contains clear liquid because God is purity, all right? So that's why it contains clear liquid. And the second cup that we have in front of us is a cup that represents us, all right, us as humans, and it contains clear liquid as well for now, because when we are born, you know, you know, we're pure, we haven't been exposed to anything, all right, and then the third cup are our insecurities, and that contains colored liquid, okay, the liquid is red or burgundy, 
Now, the last cup that we have, the fourth cup, is Godfidence. It's a representation of confidence, whatever it is that you need, wisdom, whatever it is. <laughs> um, that's what that cup represents, all right? And of course, it contains clear liquid because God is purity. So let's demonstrate exactly what giving our insecurities over to God looks like. So like I said, we're pure, we're babies right now. We don't know much of what insecurity is. So I'm gonna go ahead and expose us to some insecurity. All right, so now we are colored as well. Okay, so that means we're unclean. We're not pure anymore. So as humans, we are unstable. We're shaky. We, you know, sometimes we're not that reliable. <laughs> but God is, you know, never changing, always stable, always reliable. And he can handle anything that we give to him. And that is why I have God being the picture because his capacity is larger than ours. He can take on anything that we bring to him. So I'm going to go ahead and pour a little bit of our insecurities in the pitcher. And let's see if God changes. No, he doesn't. He remains pure. So we can keep pouring. Let's give it all to him. <laughs> but no, okay, so... God has the capacity to take on anything. So just let's give over our insecurities to him so that he can replace it with something better. And so right now we have a little bit of insecurities in our cup. What is God going to give us in return? He's giving us Godfidence. So let's go ahead and pour our Godfidence in the cup. Matter of fact, let me get a little bit more of insecurity back in here. So I'm going to pour the Godfidence in my cup, in the cup that is us. Let's see if it turns. But would you look at there? We're back pure again because God has given us his replacements. And he has restored us back to our cleanliness and gave us confidence and took away those insecurities. So that's why it's important to pursue God about your insecurities and constantly, <laughs> make sure you do it constantly because we gain new ones every day. And he will equip you with everything that you need to overcome your insecurities. And even if you must go to him daily, about an insecurity, which I, I do, you know, or about a fear, it's okay because once again, he has the capacity to take on whatever it is that we are trying to give to him. With God, he will help you stand right up in that insecurity and stand on top of it and use it as a platform to exalt you. And he will instill in you such 
a sweet smelling confidence that when you walk into a room, you don't even have to say anything. People already know, oh, okay, she confident or he's confident. All right. I, they don't even have to say anything. Now, I shared just a couple of insecurities with you, but I have overcome several. Okay. So I just want to leave you with a few scriptures that lets us know God created us on purpose. All right. And with our unique features, gifts, speaking voices, etc., whatever it is, it is all unique and it is all on purpose. So Psalm 139 verse 14, I will praise thee for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works. And we should be considering everything about what God created which is us, with a kind reverence. We were created in his image. So let's not butcher <laughs> what he created. We were created on purpose and we were created in his image. How could you not like yourself? Love yourself. He loves you, so love yourself. Romans 8, verse 28. And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. Some of our insecurities are things that we cannot change, unfortunately. So we really have to dig deep and allow God to come in and so that he can help us gain peace over those things that we cannot change and accept the things that we cannot change. And we must know that we may not always understand God's plan. And we may question him sometimes like, Lord, well, why did you make me like this? And, and you didn't make her like this. Why is it, you know, why, why, why do I look like this? And, and she don't look like this. You know what I'm saying? So we get to questioning God, but we do know whatever God plan is, however he made you, is going to work out for your good. It's going to all come together. It's going to piece itself together. So don't worry about it and lean not on your own understanding. Psalm 34 verse 4. I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. Once again, God has the capacity to handle anything that you bring to him. For God's yoke is easy and his burden is light. Now that is in Matthew 11 verse 30. Judges 18 verse 16. Go in peace. Your journey has the Lord's approval. God wants us to make peace with our fears, anxieties, and insecurities by handing these things, these insecurities, these fears over to him. And he knows that by holding on to these things such as insecurities, fears, or what have you, it will halt you and it will prevent you from moving to the place that he has called you to be. It will prevent you from getting there, finally reaching your destination and obtaining what it is that he has for us. 
God precedes us into the future. And by peeling back those layers, we can continue our life journey in peace. So he needs those things so he can give you peace and so that you can continue on your journey in peace and not get stumped. Last but not least, John 3 verse 16. For God so loved the world, he gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. Jesus died for us, so therefore, therefore, I know I'm not going to, you know, take his sacrifice for granted and just waste my time dwelling on things that I cannot change or not accepting how God has created me. He has created us to be fearfully and wonderfully made, all right? <laughs> But instead, I am going to live a bold and courageous life and continue to give over my problems, my insecurities to God. So one last thing before I come to a close. When God helps us to overcome, you know, the insecurities that we're battling with, don't you dare let someone feel insecure for you. And what I mean by that is how sometimes, you know, we may be a little different. Me, I'm a little awkward sometimes. I can be a little weird, but what have you. I don't care. <laughs> but some some people may, you know, be embarrassed by being around you or, you know, maybe because of how you dress, your appearance, whatever they may feel insecure for you. But if you know you handled that situation with God and you gave that insecurity over to God, nobody should be able to say anything or make you feel insecure again because that's them battling with their own insecurities. You shouldn't be feeling insecure for me. Okay, because I'm good. I'm confident over here. I have confidence. Okay, <laughs> but stand out and walk into who and what God has created you to be. People will always have something negative to say about you, but God is saying and has said to me plenty of times. I don't care what they say. I really don't. I don't. I don't care what they have to say about you. What do I have to say about you? Okay. What have I said about you? What are the conversations that we have had? I think you're to die for. <laughs> so take God's word. Don't let whatever, whatever people saying, just let it go in one ear and out the other. And plus, if God is for you, who can be against you? Who dares to be against you? So, if there are some insecurities of yours that are still dangling and hanging around, be sure to give it over to God. Look for his cup. God is waiting with his cup out, saying, insecure me, please. I'll take that. Thank you. <laughs> he has the capacity, all right? 
and he wants it from you. He wants to give you confidence and all of that, all of those good things, right? So I hope that today's episode was beneficial to you. I hope that you liked it. I enjoyed doing it. And until next time, stay blessed and stay safe. All right, y'all have a good one.